calling clients for money every day, you can know that you're experiencing some compassion fatigue, but having that internal bond with your team where you can bounce ideas off of each other um, and it's a safe environment to do so, I think that's really important and something that I always strive to do. Welcome to Collecting Thoughts, CNR Software's new podcast. We're your one-stop shop for digestible industry news, anecdotes, and advice as told by the boots on the ground industry leaders and subject matter experts. We'll be covering topics across the collection space, technology, and finance. I'm your host, Christina, and I'm happy to have you join us. Today's guest is Megan Bird, Senior Manager of Credit and Collections at Paycor. Megan has been described as a walking wiki with an ability to connect question seekers to those with answers, and she's always coming at legacy challenges with a fresh perspective. When Megan isn't working, she's reading old recipe books, hanging out with her dogs, or planning her next family vacation. Megan, welcome to the show. Thank you, Christina. Happy to be here. So before we jump into our broader discussion today, why don't you start with telling us how you found yourself in the collections world? Um, I found myself in the collections world probably 15 years ago. Um, I started working at Fifth Third Bank in repossession collections. Um, I did that for a short period of time and um, moved over to booking.com, which is a, a great company to work for. I was there for about eight years and kind of worked my way up through the company ladder there. Uh, started as a credit controller, promoted to a senior credit controller, which is basically uh, collections or um, accounts receivable. We would collect on commission invoices for our hotel partners. Um, and then I was promoted to a finance operations manager there, a fantastic company to work for, um, but was time to move on. And I found myself here at Paycor. Started at Paycor in November of 2020 and uh, have been here ever since. A lot of the people that I've talked to so far on the podcast have been in collections for quite a while, but they've really stayed at the whole company or the same company the whole time. Whereas you've been in collections and you've kind of got to see how, whether it's the consumer side or the B2B side work at different areas. Is there anything that you've noticed is very consistent throughout that you've picked up throughout your career? Uh, the things that I think are most consistent in any collection space is that there's a lot of misunderstanding about debt collection. I think a lot of the general assumptions of debt collectors is that we are difficult to work with. We are very aggressive with the way that we approach collections, but in all three of the companies that I've worked for, that's never been the case. I think having a general sense of empathy and understanding for clients or consumer debtors is really important to be successful in your role. Yeah, I mean, I'm relatively new to the collections world. Um, my one year at this company was in August. So before that, I was in mortgage. And when I came here, I was certainly thinking like, okay, collections, what is that going to be like? But then as I started going to, you know, the debt collection agency focused trade shows, I've gone to a couple of those and meeting people in the industry. Everyone really is caring about customer centricity and helping people get through this difficult time. Of course, everybody has their goals that they want to hit, but the key goal isn't necessarily just getting people to pay back, but leaving them feeling like they are educated on the process of what's going on and, and why the payback method is this. And okay, we can work with you to make it that. So that was definitely eye-opening for my side coming into this industry. 
Yeah, definitely. I think uh, if you are able to speak with authenticity about your product and about the need for the product specifically in B2B collections, it's eye-opening for the client. So if you are selling a product like Paycor sells um, in HCM software, which is a human capital management platform, and we help modernize basically every aspect of people management from recruiting, onboarding, and payroll to career development programs that we offer and, um, you know, employee retention. So I definitely think that's important to be authentic and um, express that you're, you know, you're helping satisfy clients' needs, not only on the front end, but also on the back end. So as you've been in Paycor, I mean, that's your working in a company that sells a software for other companies right in the time where companies started struggling pretty hard with the pandemic and everything. So did you feel that with this new kind of never before happening scenario of so many businesses simultaneously struggling that the strategy of collection kind of pivoted? Yeah, I definitely think there was a bit more leniency and understanding, right? Because that's something that the whole world and the whole um, earth was experiencing at the same time. So we all had that general understanding of each other and the struggles that um, everybody was kind of going through. I think Paycor's philosophy has always been to focus on the leaders and that's what sets us apart um, as a company. So our focus was really on helping the leaders of the businesses that we support understand Paycor's Uh, general ideology, I guess you could say, is that we're here for them. And if they needed additional time to pay their invoices, that wasn't a problem. We could set up installment plans and make sure that both companies are satisfied in the end. And when you're communicating with your clients, whether it's for just general, um, hey, this is your payment strategy, you're a little bit overdue, or maybe the ones that are a little deeper into delinquency, How do you go about communicating with them? Does your company have any cool like tech stack that you use or are you very relationship based? How does it work there? I think Paycor in general is very relationship based. Uh, We have very dedicated sellers that uh, form the the relationships up front. And then our customer service team also helps uh, mitigate that relationship from going in a poor direction. And with our team in collections, Uh, the relationship is equally as important. Um, You know, we want to have a consistent experience for our clients from the beginning of the relationship throughout the entire lifetime. So I expect the same level of customer service with our collections team as I would, you know, a customer service team, just an elevated level of support, honoring your commitments and, you know, keeping your word and delivering on your promises to help build that credibility and reputation. That's really great that you bring that up, actually. I don't know if you have heard of it because it's UK-based, but UK have rolled out, I believe in July, it was consumer duty. So now it's not only encouraged, but you really have to make sure that consumers are getting the same experience that they would get in onboarding and retention all the way through and including the collections process. Yeah, it's important for long-term success, right? Like you want clients to pay their bills on time. That would be the ideal scenario, but that's never going to happen 100% of the time. Um, so yeah, having that consistent experience is always important for me. We like to write here about how collections is a really big customer loyalty opportunity because it's super easy you know, for a company to be very nice and get all the points when the customer is signing their contract. But when it comes to the collections department and somebody is struggling, it can make a really big impact with how that company handles it because eventually they'll be up for renewal and 
it could really be one of the big decision drivers of if they're going to stay or if they're going to go find somebody else. Absolutely. I never want to be the reason why the client leaves Paycore. And to pivot now, um, kind of internally, what would you say your culture on your team is like? Are you all like big relationship builders or does anybody have like their special way of kind of handling things that they like to share and maybe everybody is kind of tweaking the strategy as you all work closely together? Our culture at Paycor is to have fun along the way. That's one of our um, guiding principles. Um, and another one is to take care of each other and to take care of customers first. And I think that we definitely live and breathe those within the collection space. You know, calling clients for money every day, you can know that you're experiencing some compassion fatigue if you're like, oh my gosh, this client's never going to pay me. But you know, having that internal bond with your team where you can bounce ideas off of each other um, and it's a safe environment to do so, I think that's really important and something that I always strive to do. I'm a feedback-driven manager. I like to provide feedback as much as I like to receive it. And I think that my team um, encourages the feedback between each other too. Well, Megan, it's been so great having you on today. I really appreciate you taking your time. Before we sign off, is there anything else that you want to add? Sure, absolutely. I don't think that there's any universal approach to collections. You know, everybody that you meet will have a different story. Everybody that you talk to will have a different cultural idiosyncrasy that they're bringing to the table. And just knowing that new challenges are going to be presented every day, just remember to remain nimble and agile and keep your company's mission in mind at all times. I think that's a great closing message that certainly all of our listeners can appreciate. So thank you so much again for joining us here on Collecting Thoughts, Megan. It was great speaking with you today. You too. Thanks, Christina.